This is the Kawabui Show. Kawabui is an author, international speaker, and entrepreneur. He started his first business selling music CDs in high school at the age of 16. He then went on and built several businesses. He is the founder of River Design, a marketing company that helps businesses get more exposure online and offline. He has appeared on TV, radio, newspaper, and magazines from around the world. He has written and published several books and created various products. Kawabui is also an international speaker, corporate trainer, and speaks on topics of business, entrepreneurship, motivation, health, marketing, online business. You could check out his blog site at www.kowa-bui.com. And now, your host, Mr. Kowa Bui. Mr. Kowa Bui. Hello and welcome. My name is Kwa Boy, and in this podcast, I'm pleased to interview Dr. Judith Orloff. She is a um, renowned author of the book, The Empath Survival Guide, and she has written several other books that is currently on the bestseller list as well. She's also written another book called Thriving as an Empath. Today, she is um, currently doing uh, coaching workshops around the world where she teaches um, people on how they can set healthy boundaries and live a more fulfilling life. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Judith Orloff. Thanks. First and foremost, I'd just like to thank you for, for your time, Judith. And um, yeah, just um, just like to say that, you know, I really love your work in, in um, teaching others how to become, you know, more, um, more protected in terms of becoming an empath as well. And, um, you know, I've read your book and I've got the audio CD and, you know, it's a real true honor to have you on the show and um, yeah, it's a very, it's going to be a really exciting episode. So I'm really uh, keen to interview you. So thank you for your time today. You're very welcome. No worries. Awesome. So, um, so first and foremost, I was thinking um, for those that don't know um, what an empath is, I was wondering, could you quickly explain what is really an empath? Oh, in, in, I'm a psychiatrist. I'm also an empath. And so what that means is that I combine my traditional psychiatric skills, scientific skills with being an empath. And an empath is an emotional sponge who tends to be very open without the same kind of filters that other people have. And so we tend to feel everything. Mm. And we like quiet time. We like nature. Um, Intuition is very strong. Um, We like being with one or two people rather than crowds of people who are very sensitive to noise, smells, and excessive talking. And we tend to absorb the energy and emotions and even physical symptoms of others. And that's why I wrote Thriving as an Empath, to give people self-care techniques for every day of the year um, to not absorb other people's energy, to learn how to center yourself, to have reminders to take alone time, to have reminders to set boundaries because empaths tend to be over helpers mm. and they tend to give so much that they become exhausted a lot of the times or with many, many um, physical illnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. As I was growing up, I, I tend to, um, I tend to have this feeling that I could pick up people's energies and it was just only recently when I came across your book, I just did the, um, I did the test and, I realized that, yeah, I'm, I'm an empath as well. And I was able to just pick up on people's energies. I'm like the emotional empath where I could just, um, uh-huh. the emotional, yeah, the emotional energies of people. And um, just reminds me of time when I was at work. And um, there's like, I, I sometimes I come across some narcissist people 
And um, some weird reason, I just feel angry. And when I walk out of the meeting, I don't know why, but I just feel angry. But then I realize that, you know, some people in that room are very toxic. So then um, your book really helped me in, in terms of, you know, finding out the techniques and, and trying to protect yourself. So, yeah, it's a really inspiring book. Oh, thank you. I'm mm. so glad because empaths often feel exhausted or on sensory overload mm. or on overwhelm if they don't have the self-care techniques. Mm. And that's why thriving as an empath is so essential. I use these self-care techniques in my own life. Mm, they okay. works in my own life as an empath. If I don't, and you know, if I go and I miss you know, a few days or a week, I'll start to feel overwhelmed. Mm. And going on sensory overload is not a fun feeling. Mm. And so the self-care techniques can stop that from happening, which is wonderful for empaths. Mm. So what would be some of the, uh, the self-care techniques that, that you've mentioned just recently? How to protect yourself yet? Well, one is to learn how to set healthy boundaries with draining people. Mm. Um, because empaths often just tend to be with people and not set the boundaries because they're afraid of being impolite. They're afraid of hurting other people's feelings. Mm. They tend to be people pleasers. And so one of the techniques in the book is, is knowing that no is a complete sentence. Mm. It's like okay. learning how to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't go out tonight. I want to stay home. Um, no, I can't go to that event. Um, no, I'm not able to go out with this person, you know, because they're not who I want to hang out with. Mm. You know, you can, you know, have your nose, positive nose, where you say it with love in your eyes, but yeah. firm no in your mouth, you know, in your mm. voice. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's, re it's really hard to say no because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And, um, it just, it's just something that you're just born with, I guess, <laughs> but think it's uh what you've mentioned there about setting boundaries and just saying no you free up a lot of time as well and, and energy so i think that's really insightful there and empaths need to know how to do time management mm. because if you just give and you do things for other people all the time you're going to lose yourself and mm. you're going to lose your center and then an empath might develop an ache or pain or they might develop you know a stomach ache or they might develop exhaustion mm. or suddenly you know they're wondering why they're not feeling well they're feeling you no know, brain fog mm -hmm. so as an empath i have to be really in touch with my own body mm. and every day i have to listen to my body what does it need today and then rearrange my plans accordingly mm. and that's often hard for empaths because they do what they say they're going to do they're very responsible they show up um, but oftentimes at the expense of their own energy. And I'm just saying be aware of your energy as an empath. Empaths sense energy. That's the language that they understand. People mm. give off vibes. Some people will give off positive energy mm. and you want to be around them and you want to hug them and you want to look into their eyes. Mm. And some people give off negative energy that is not healthy for you. So you don't want to look into their eyes and hug them and around <laughs> them too much. Yeah. Yeah. I find that, um, I think as you get older, um, your, your intuitive abilities get stronger and you can just pick up vibes a lot more effectively. And, um, I'm just finding myself, I'm just reached a point in my stage where I could really sense things really well. And, um, you know, as you get healthier, like, you know, when you, when you exercise, when you go out there in nature, you just tune in this ability as empathy. 
Um, and it's just really fascinating on how some people have it, but some people don't, but we're just born with it, right? So, um, yeah, some people, yeah. some empaths are born in the empath survival guide, which is mm. the book that goes along with thriving as an empath. I have a 20 question self-assessment test that you can take to mm. self-diagnose yourself as an empath mm. in case you didn't know. Mm. And there are questions like, have I been labeled as quote, overly sensitive growing mm. up in a negative mm. way? Do I absorb other people's emotions? Do I love nature? Uh, am I sensitive to noise, smells, or excessive talking? Mm -hmm. um, so these are kind of questions you have to ask yourself to determine your level of sensitivity. And then if you are an empath, that's a whole revelation because then you can <laughs> shift how you lead your life. Mm. Was it about, I think it's about two or 3% of the population of people who are empaths is that correct or is that the I statistics think it's probably more um what mm. i've noticed as i've been going around on book tour in the u.s mm. for thriving as an empath is that more and more people are becoming empaths this mm. all the stress in the world is just stripping them bare so that their sensitivities are raw and wide open mm. so there are more and more empaths out there mm. okay um and how about like um like routines and and what would be like the recommended routine for, for empaths to, in taking care of themselves? Is there a set routine or is there something that you employ when, when you're in a situation or is it? Both. Mm. Both. I think if you can have a healthy routine, mm. like going to sleep at a good time and getting plenty of rest mm. and having dream time, there's a type of empath called a dream empath that I talk about in the book. Mm. And these are empaths who get guidance from their dreams and listen to their dreams every night as I do. And so it's important to get good sleep and, and not be on your computer before you go to bed. You mm. know, have a two hour rule that you won't have any of that blue light or any of yeah. that information overload. Take a bath, listen to music, meditate, do something inward, quiet your system down so you're not overstimulated. Mm. That's the key for empaths, because if you go right into sleep from being on the computer, it's not pleasant. Mm. Now, you want to ease into dream time. And when you get up in the morning, you might want to take a few deep breaths, say some gratitude affirmations, rather than getting caught up in, oh, my God, I have so much to do. How am I going to ever get it done? Yeah. Which is a negative story. Mm. And to start the day off well. Now, I start the day off with attuning at my sacred space and putting my hands together and, and just saying a, a nice prayer for the day to start me off that way. Because mm. I think starting off the day with gratitude is very important. As you never know when your you know, life, what's going to happen in your life. I mean, life can go at a second. So you want to be grateful for everything. Mm. You don't want to take it for granted. Mm. You know, even if you've been gifted with days, weeks, years of good health or, you know, vibrance, you, you want to be grateful for it. Just because it hasn't been taken away from you doesn't mean you can't be grateful for it. Let's see what happens is when something is taken away, then you're ever more grateful for it. <laughs> you don't want to wait for that. You want to be grateful for what you do have. And everything you have is a blessing, your mind, your emotions, your heart, your mm. health, it's a blessing and you want to see it as that. You don't want to take it for granted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems as if um, we need to generate a source of uh, positive energy within our, within our, in our circle. 
Um, and I think I, I was listening to another podcast that you mentioned before. And um, I think uh, what you said was really great is, is about decompressing and okay. yeah, when, when you're in a situation and then um, it's a situation that you don't like, but you pull yourself out and you decompress. And um, yeah. So would you mind explaining a bit about that one? Decompress means giving yourself time to process something. And let's say you were in, you know, you went to work and it was a stressful day at work or you had meetings with narcissists or you had, you know, uh, meetings with people who were draining you and you mm. just come home and you're just overwhelmed. And so you want to take that time to breathe, relax, maybe look out in nature or take a walk. Give yourself time to lower your stimulation level and build up some positive energy by putting your hand over your heart. Mm. which is your heart center. There's a meditation in Thriving as an Empath, three-minute heart meditation to decompress where you put your hand over your heart, you breathe, you focus on something loving or something beautiful like the night sky or mm. grass meadow or the ocean, and you let yourself be taken in by that energy, and that shifts your day. Mm. And it shifts your day, and you do it for three minutes. I do this three-minute heart meditation every day throughout the day for years because I find it invaluable as an empath to come back to the love center inside my chest, you know, which is an energetic center that you want to learn how to attune with it. Mm. Okay. And so you put your hand on, on your heart and you breathe. In the middle. Yep. In, in the yep. middle. Okay. No, in the middle. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. And then um, you breathe and then you think about something positive. Right. Thank what you. would be beautiful and what do you love? What mm. gives you just so mm. much happiness? Oh, wow. I'm asking you. Oh, me? Um, what really brings me happiness is, I would say, um, just yeah, listening to music. I really love listening to music. Uh, and what I do is in the morning, I tend to light up a candle. and I just like to just meditate and just, you know, center myself and just um just clear um you know any thoughts and, and you know negativity and, and and ideas in the past and everything i just like having just that blank, blank mental state um that's what i really like in the mornings and stuff. yeah 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 so beautiful and, um, but that will help you decompress then decompress mm -hmm. means letting go of all the negativity or all of the, the stories or all of the voices or all of the opinions and criticisms and everything mm -hmm. people you might encounter during the day, decompress means letting go of all of it mm. and coming back to what you know to be true and relax in your heart, in your body, with your music, you know, with sounds of the ocean, with sounds of rain. You might want to listen to thunderstorms, whatever you love. You want to bring it back to what's truly important, not just what upset you or what was frustrating during the day. Mm. You, you know, empaths must learn. Yeah, you know, and self-care techniques not to fuel frustration. Mm. You know, shift out of that to recognize. Okay, I had a rough day. That's you know, it's okay. You know, now I'm gonna do what I know how to do to come back to myself. And mm. and you can use thriving as an empath at those moments. You could just turn to a random page, and it'll give you a self-care technique to use at that moment. Mm. Okay. You turn to it, and it says, um, "Rest and sleep." You know, you immediately want to go to your bed, you know, and pull down your covers and get comfortable and you know, get sleeping. ready to rest and sleep. 
Mm. You know, but you want to be prepared to follow the advice in the book. You don't want to argue with it. You don't want to go, oh, and maybe later, but you want to do it. Mm. So just take, just take the actions. Just, uh, so, so you recommend just refer to the book, um, go to a random page and then just take the action on, on the particular page and then just, just do it. And then that will just, you know, slowly, um, you know, heal yourself those situations is that right you have to yes mm. you have to mm. trust that mm. there's an invisible wisdom an intuitive wisdom here in that because mm. that will take out the overthinking mm. element. Yeah. you don't want to overthink when you're overwhelmed the last thing you want to do is overthink so the best way to use the book at that moment is to randomly pick a page intuitively pick a page and accept mm. that is your perfect guidance and yeah. follow it without argument without reasons just do it and see mm. if you feel better Okay. My, my biggest, um, my biggest challenge is just dealing with, uh, like negative, um, negative people. Uh, Cause I'm yeah. always, I'm always, you know, I, I love people, but sometimes I, I need to just be at a distance and, you know, yeah. try and take care of them from a distance. So, um, but I'm always amongst people. And, um, when I go to meetings at work and uh, you always meet all these different types of people and, and, you know, these situations occur where it's really negative and sometimes I can't stop thinking about it and it just really affects me. Um, but yeah, I've still got a lot to learn to, to practice and, um, decompress as well. And, uh, it's just one of the biggest challenges that I, that I have. So, um, yes, but it's a worthy challenge and, you know, the, the one, one self-care technique is not overthinking, mm. it's just picturing your mind as an open field that's clear and fresh and open and there's nothing in there clogging it up, such as your thoughts. Your thoughts are what cause the suffering, mm. you know? And so you have difficult people that you're dealing with at work. I mean, I think most people do. Mm. It's one of the challenges that you have to deal with, but you want to breathe through it. You want to not be reactive to it. Um, one of the techniques in thriving as an empath is to know your emotional triggers. Mm -hmm. So you're not reactive. You know, if somebody pushes a button, you're not enough or you're not doing your job well enough, let's say, mm. and that's one of your buttons and that upsets you, then you, that's your healing to do, you know, mm. your low self-esteem or you're feeling inadequate. So it, it's a mirror that helps to shine back on, on us, what we need to do for our own healing. So mm. I think that's so beautiful. Mm. Okay. Fantastic. Um, okay. So um, how about, I think, it, it, like in your book, you also mentioned there's also different types of empaths as well. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, some people, they might identify with the different types. So would you mind um, letting us know what's the different types of empaths? Well, in general, they're extroverted empaths and introverted empaths. Mm. Not all empaths are introverted. I'm more of an introverted one. If I like staying at home and being with one or two people or being in nature, being by the ocean. Beautiful. I don't like large I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There are a lot of us who are introverted. Um, however, there are some that are extroverted. Uh, empaths who like to get out there and, you know, be with people and go to parties. But they also need to decompress afterwards. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, it gets to be too much with their sensitive neurological systems. Too much socialization can put them on overstimulation. Mm. So they need to take special care of themselves. But, but there's a, a myth that we're only introverts, and that's not so. Mm. Um, then there's, you know, intuitive empaths, emotional empaths, physical empaths. Physical empaths actually pick up the physical symptoms or the physical state of other people. 
So you can literally be standing next to somebody and feel their well-being or you can feel their pain. Mm. And sometimes empaths can't tell what's them and what's somebody else. So in thriving as an empath, I have techniques to use to tell the difference. And the first technique is to get in the habit of asking yourself that question and not just assume it's you. Is this emotion mine or is this physical symptom mine or is it somebody else's? So that's a whole new revelation that you could be picking up somebody mm -hmm. else's stuff. And that isn't something you want to do. You want to learn how to protect your energy and practice some of the self-care techniques such as shielding or breathing out or keeping distance from somebody or not mm. looking into their eyes so you don't intensify picking up their energy, mm. learning how to work with physical contact so that you minimize physical contact, touching, handshakes, hugs, you know, with somebody who has negative energy. Mm. So these are ways to protect yourself, you see, but um, you, you have to learn to work with being a physical empath, being an emotional empath, if you tend to pick up other people's emotions, if you go into a house and everybody's upset, do you get upset? You know, uh, you yeah, yeah, definitely. If, um, yeah, if you go into a room, you can pick up the energy, then sometimes you don't know why you're feeling upset. So, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. But as empaths, you can begin to have the dialogue. Um, you know, is this mine? Is this somebody else's? Rather than just assuming it's yours. And I want to say I have an, an online course that will help people do this too. It's a nine lesson downloadable course, Empath mm -hmm. Survival Guide online course that's on my website, drjudithorloth.com. If you're interested in nine download lessons on how to practice some of the techniques we're talking about. Mm. Okay. So the, um, the online course, um, you can find it at uh, drjudithorloth, yep. Dot com That's and on, yes. yep and yeah. um yeah okay uh, how big is the course by the way is it um few hours or is it video format audio format it's a video format where i'm teaching each course and it they're an hour long lesson mm -hmm. and i go into what is an empath empaths and work empaths and love empaths and emotions empaths mm. and health so each lesson has a different specific topic Empaths and relationships. How do you be an empath and feel good in intimate relationships? Mm. Empaths and parenting. So I go through various topics, um, one-hour lessons, and I teach. So it's, it's like having, you know, being together. Mm. You know, it's, it's a very intimate experience. I really enjoyed creating that course. It sounds true. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I think I clicked on it the other day, and um, yeah, I really love the layout that you've got there. Uh, the information that you're sharing there it looks really nice so um yeah i can't wait to to subscribe to that one and um i'll check it out it's, it sounds like a really good course so okay, okay great no worries uh okay so um just just curious uh, how, uh a bit about yourself how did you discover that you were an empath and was there like a transition or what happened at the start um that well, made you discover yep yeah i was always a sensitive child Mm -hmm. And I would have very strong intuitions about people. I'd be able to pick up energy. And I was an empath child, but my parents, who were both physicians, said, oh, dear, you just don't have a thick enough skin. Mm. You need to change. You need to be tougher. And I didn't know how to do that. And plus, I interpreted that as something was wrong with me. So I, I grew up believing there was something wrong with me. And it was only after having a lot of wonderful guides who helped me 
um, in terms of people, um, helped me see that it's a beautiful quality and I needed to develop it, that I began owning it and feeling comfortable in my own skin being an empath. But it's mm. a process. And that's why I'm so passionate about writing these books for people so they can have it easier than I did. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't have much support for a lot of years. And so I felt pretty alone with it and I didn't know what to make of it. And um, so I want to make it easier for other people to give them a path to, to go on. Because we all have a lot of similarities. All the empaths have similar histories, similar needs, similar protection strategies, similar mm. self-care techniques. So we can all do this together. And I don't know if any of your audience is in the U.S., but I'm giving an empath retreat April 25th and 26th. Wow. Wow. Um, in Los Angeles for any empaths in the area to replenish, to learn about being an empath, to take time out and just be an empowered empath and take some time out for yourself among others who see you. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so what do you normally do at the workshop, by the way? Um, well, we do a combination yeah. of dialoguing, Q and A, meditation, visualization, earthing, self-care techniques, um, communication with other empaths, small groups. So mm. we do a lot of different things. And it's mm. the first day is out in nature. The second day is on the beach. So oh, nice. Yeah. So that sounds like something I need to do. <laughs> yeah. In a hotel room, you know, without windows. It's a, one is a beautiful, you know, park setting and the other is on the Santa Monica beach. So oh, nice. So it's going to be a beautiful weekend in April. Mm, mm, very nice. I heard that um, it's good to take your shoes off and just walk around um, bare feet, like, you know, in nature and everything. So you just root, you, root yourself into the ground. Um, it just makes you feel better, right? So if you just remove right. your shoes, yeah. Birthing mm. is one of the techniques I talk about in thriving as an empath. And mm. whenever you can, you know, in Sydney, it's definitely possible to mm. take off your shoes, walk, you know, on the ground. You know, if you could get by a creek or an ocean, mm. you can let your feet, the neurons in your feet and the energy in your feet absorb the earth's electrons. So you have that connection going with mother earth. You're not separate from her. Mm -hmm. Any chance of coming to, uh, to Australia to uh, do like a workshop or anything, or is it just only in, in America? Or? I hope so. I mean, mm. if I, usually I work through invitations. So if I get a great invitation to do a conference in Australia, I'll definitely be there. I mm. love, love the country and I can't wait to put my own, Feet earth and earth. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I've got a few um got a few friends uh who do like events and everything. So um I'll see whether you know I can introduce them to you as well. So see if you can bring bring your awesome work over to, to Australia and help inspire others. So Oh, thank yeah. you. That would be mm. great. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I noticed that like there's not that many people who's teaching this stuff. Like you're the only well, yeah, well, you're pretty much the only person that that's teaching this and um, that's, that's really incredible. Like you're like the leader of empathy <laughs> of, of empaths mm -hmm. and you're just going out there, just teaching others and how to take care of themselves. I think, yeah, the world needs a lot more people like you to help light the way. 
So um, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm doing a health uh, workshop for healthcare practitioners in March to train mm -hmm. the healthcare practitioners to, who are empaths, you know, how to be with their, their clients and patients and how to treat their empath patients. So, you know, I'm trying to give workshops for different segments of society, you know, to get mm -hmm. them all ready and to, to go forward and, and have mm -hmm. this awareness and support people. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. There's actually a, a movement. I think since my first book, a movement of empath awakening everywhere. Wow. It's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, because they used to hide in the shadows, they're ashamed, they hear mm. something wrong with them, but no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like your your light worker, you're lighting up the darkness, right? So helping I'm doing out all the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> Along with others. Awesome. Um, okay. Uh, and one final question is, um, if you were to go inside a um, time machine and you hit a button and you were to go back 10, 20, 20 years, um, what would you say to your younger self? Uh, keep listening to your intuition. Mm. You know, keep following your inner voice. Don't question it. That would be the most important thing. And, and also that you're perfect just as you are. You don't have to change. You know, because I always felt like I had to be different. I had to fit in. I never fit in. I was always the road less traveled. So I was trying to, where do I belong? Why don't I fit in? And just to be happy with my outsider self, you know, it was always on the, you know, an outsider, always the one doing the unusual thing, not mm. the mainstream thing. So that, that was hard, you know, earlier on in my life, but no more. I mean, I'm, I really love who I am, you know, and that that's my nature. And I love all the, the downtrodden and the outsiders and all the weird people. And <laughs> I love them. Yeah. Okay. No, they're not weird. I say weird, you know, but I don't mean weird. Mm. <laughs> I mean, That's all right. No, the gift of being different. The gift yeah. of being, you know, diverse. And however your, your nature expresses itself. And so many empaths have so many ways of expressing their empath nature. And I really encourage you all to keep doing that don't let anyone squash you mm, love it absolutely love it um okay so i think you mentioned before how can people get in contact with you uh yes you can get thriving as an empath on amazon and it's also information is on my website dr judith orloff o-r-l-o-f-f.com the mm -hmm. online course is on my website and uh, my lecture schedule is on my website and there's also a journal called the empaths empowerment journal mm -hmm. where you can write about your empath issues and self and become empowered it's a private journal and it's fun it's not a hard hard thing to do it's very fun and private and for you to express yourself which is also on drjudithorloff.com mm, fantastic all right. Um, so Judith, I really um, appreciate your time and um, sharing your valuable wisdom to, with us today. And uh, it's a true honor to, to interview you as well. And i um, just like to say, I just, you know, wish you all the best for your future endeavors. And I know that you're going to be inspiring, um, you know, many more people around the world and, 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 and also, you know, lighting up the darkness as well. So um, yeah, I really appreciate yeah. your time today. You're very welcome. No worries. Okay. <laughs>